And we want to welcome you to our podcast, Manage Your Money God's Way. We're from Compass Catholic Ministries. We're dedicated to helping you discover a smarter way to manage your money. Whether you are in debt or free of debt, we have the resources to help you reach your financial goals and live with a sense of joy and contentment. You can learn more how we can help by going to compasscatholic.org. My name is Steve Holbrook, and I'm joined today, as always, by the co-founders of Compass Catholic Ministries, John and Evelyn Bean. In preparing for today's show, we were discussing just how much of our life revolves around money. We are either spending money, making money, or using stuff on which we have spent the money. Yet for as much as we deal with money each and every day of our lives, it's one topic that we rarely talk about. So why do you think that's so, John? Part of the reason is that we all have challenges with finances. At least we feel that way. And yet we feel like we're alone in facing those challenges. If we talked about money more kind of openly, we would discover that most of us face the same challenges And we could learn from each other and and, and support each other. I think another reason people hesitate to talk about money is the fear of being considered cheap. That five-letter word, cheap. Yes, there's another five-letter word, frugal. I had to count it on my fingers while I said it to make sure it's five (laughs) letters. (laughs) But there's a difference between being cheap and frugal, right? Well, as far as I know, the definition of cheap is not costing a lot of money or low quality or not worth a lot of money or not willing to share or spend money. Whereas the definition of frugal is careful about spending money or using money or supplies in a very careful way. Well, you know, I think those are both uh, good uh, definitions, but I I think that we have to also throw out another word here that uh, is much better word, I think, for us to, to focus on, even though I think we'll probably talk about frugal more than stewardship. The dictionary didn't mention that when you looked up frugal, but I believe that frugal people are good stewards. You know, they understand that God owns everything and and that all that they have is a blessing from God. And that includes the money that they have to spend. It includes the material things that they currently possess. A good steward knows that they have a responsibility to manage the stuff that they've they have to obtain optimum value. So in other words, a good steward is going to donate something that's outlived its usefulness. That's a great one. They're going to take good care of their car or home, or they're not going to wear their good clothes to paint in or fix the car in or work in the yard, right? I believe you could be a good steward. I think I am a good steward. (laughs) So they would be smart money and possession managers. Yes, yes. Uh, they would take care of things. And, and I, you know, I think one of the most important things is they just don't throw stuff away because they don't need it anymore. That doesn't mean that somebody might not need it. And I take it that they put a little thought behind the, the purchase they make. Do they need it? Is it a want? Is it going to have a long shelf life? Am I going to get tired of it after 30, 60 days? Am I going to get into debt to buy this? Okay, yeah. You know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think a conscious decision on everything is a definition of a good steward, just being very careful with everything that God's blessed us with. 
it's really easy for people to convince themselves that they need things when actually they only want things and they really don't need to spend that money. No, I think the best example are these smartphones. I mean, that's what always comes to mind that every eight months a year, the manufacturers produce a new smartphone. It's basically a better camera. <laughs> the phone still rings. Somebody's on the other end, but it's the little whistles and bells that people go after. And they spend $1,000 uh, to get that new smartphone. And uh -huh. before that one's done, there's another new one that comes out. And it's just a never-ending thing. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about that today because John's phone is dropping calls. And it's probably about six generations old. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not a newer model. I think my phone is so old that the newest model that they came out with is made in the same format or the same size as the one I've got. So they've gone like four times bigger, and now they've come back to a smaller <laughs> one like the one that I have. <laughs> but the fact that it drops calls is not convenient at the moment, especially when you're on the phone with somebody important. So, John, sum up stewardship for us. What does stewardship really mean? Well, I, I think that if you look at 1 Corinthians 4.2, it says that now it is required of stewards that they be found trustworthy. And I, I think that trustworthy is, is a key thing, because if you're trustworthy, in my mind, you're going to do the right thing at the right time. For the right reason. For the right reason. At the yeah. right price, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> not sure how price comes into that, but, you know. Because you're not overspending for something you don't need. Okay. Okay. So let's go back to frugal and cheap. So a frugal person is also a good steward. And they're not cheap. They're just conscious and trustworthy with their spending, right? Well, I think so. A cheap person, in my estimation, does anything they can do to save a few dollars. They'll invest a lot of time and energy in order to save a dollar or two. But the time and effort that they expend may not be worth the amount of money that they saved. You know, a cheap person will spend an afternoon, the whole afternoon, repairing a $2 piece of equipment. Their whole focus is dollars and cents, and it doesn't really have any regard to the other things or the other areas of their life. So they're, they're willing to take advantage of social situations so that they can avoid spending money. And to me, being cheap, it's kind of a negative connotation. Oh, I definitely agree with you. I think it refers to a person who doesn't consider the value of their time or their energy or the friendship and goodwill of others. To me, a cheap person is the one that is um, going to insist when you go out with a group of friends that you go to the cheapest restaurant, not necessarily the one where the whole group goes to. And then when the bill comes, they're going to pay precisely down to the penny exactly what they ordered without putting any money in for the tip. When you're focused on money like that, it's as bad as, you know, you're focused on it being cheap and not, not spending. It's almost as bad as a person who's so focused on money trying to get more and more and be wealthy, wealthy. So it's almost like two ends of the spectrum. It's two ends of the spectrum that actually, if you, you know, you just kind of follow around the circle and they both meet at the top of the circle. So a steward or a frugal person is different than that because they have a balanced lifestyle in mind, right? At least a more balanced lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. A frugal person knows enough to balance saving money against the other areas of life, like how much time they're going to spend doing whatever it is that they're trying to save money on, uh, uh, their energy, their friendship, their faith, their love, their health. You know, a, a frugal person might 
I don't know. He might haggle over a lower insurance bill, but never take advantage of friends in a social situation. So a frugal person might reuse a takeout container, like the little containers we get when we get Chinese food takeout, but they'd never invest the time to wash one of those sandwich bags, those flimsy sandwich bags that fall apart after the first time you use them. Uh, A frugal person will make small sacrifices of their own resources, their time, their energy, and so on to save money. But they generally won't impinge on others to do so, nor will they sacrifice large quantities of their own resources in order to save money. So here's an example of the difference between frugal and cheap. There's two different types of trash bags in the store. And the first one is $30 for 30 bags or 10 cents a bag. And the price on the second one is $25 for 200 bags or 12 cents a bag. So one of the boxes is 10 cents a bag and one of it's 12 cents a bag. So the one that's 10 cents sounds like a better deal, right? On the surface, yes. But. Oh, the big but. (laughs) The 10 cent bag is flimsy and you need two bags to hold the trash. So the cost per use is actually 20 cents. Aha. So the 12 cent, which is the higher price, is really a better buy because it's all about the cost of use, not the price you pay. Yes, yeah, the overall cost. So the frugal person is going to look at the cost per use, whereas the cheap person is just going to look at the price. So being frugal means balancing money savings against other factors. So you can save money where it makes sense, but you will also pay more for a product where... Paying more is a better deal uh, for your whole lifestyle. So here's another example. A frugal person, two people jog for exercise. The frugal person buys a really good pair of running shoes that protects their feet, and their decision is made with their overall health in mind, not the cost of the shoes. However, they're going to look for year-end sales. They're going to use coupons. They're going to try to buy a running shoe that's on sale. But the cheap person's going to buy the least expensive shoes, whether or not... They're going to work and be the best thing for them as they run. And they don't take into account anything like how it's going to affect their feet and how often they're going to have to go to the podiatrist. to, Or how be- long the shoes are going to last. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's cheap people use price as the bottom line and frugal people use value as the bottom line. So let me pose this question to you. Are you cheap or frugal? Or maybe you're working your way to being frugal. Of course, there is absolutely nothing wrong with being frugal. It's all about being smart with your money. You're listening to Manage Your Money God's Way. We are from Compass Catholic Ministries. And if you are indeed working your way towards being frugal, let us help. We can explain. Simply go to compasscatholic.org. Well, today, John and Evelyn are explaining that it's okay to be frugal. So, John, let me pose this question to you and Evelyn. Which box are you two in? Are you frugal or cheap? So we like to think that we are frugal people and good stewards. Uh, We do maintain a large cushion in our emergency fund, and we use up uh, pretty much every little bit of the products that we buy. We stand ketchup bottles and other bottles on, on top of the new bottles so that the last little dregs will drain into the new bottle so we can get it. We both will cut off the end of the uh, toothpaste tube to, uh, to get more um, toothpaste. You know, sometimes you can go another week 
with what's in the in the uh, still in the toothpaste tube. It's amazing how much product if you really try to use all of it up. It's amazing how much product you waste if you don't do that. And you know, another way that we're frugal is we don't carry a balance on our credit cards because we don't want to use it, we don't want to pay interest and we only buy what we can afford. Yeah, you know, if there's things that we need but don't have the cash for for this month, uh, we don't just go ahead and buy it and put it on the credit card and keep a balance and try to get it all paid off over the next two or three or four or six months or whatever. We'll save first and then have the money available for when we go to purchase it. In short, there's a lot of different ways that you can save money. You just have to pay attention to the little things. The big things are easy, but you got to pay attention to the little things. We do consider ourselves frugal, but we don't think of ourselves as cheap. We do everything we can to maximize the money we do spend. And occasionally we splurge where something has greater value to us. So Steve, do you consider yourself frugal or cheap? The term I use is fiscally conservative. Uh, frugal. <laughs> frugal. Yeah. I mean, we do the same thing. I mean, we if there's something that we need and we don't have the cash, then we'll delay but if it needs immediate attention, then we'll use the credit card. But we have our emergency fund that we can shift money and pay the credit card as soon as it comes back in. But we do put thought into what we consider big purchases, and that would be anything over $50, $100. Do you guys set a limit to how much you can each spend without talking to each other? Um, no, I think we trust each other. No, we're not going to go crazy. Yeah. But what Audrey and I do, and maybe you'll call this obsessive, but every two days or three days, we do take a look at uh, a website that has all of our investments and expenses. And if there's a purchase that needs to be made, we take a look at where we are. Is it going to fit into the budget this month? You're balancing your budget and managing it very yeah. proactively, uh -huh. which is what a lot of people don't do. And I think that drives you into a cheap mindset because you're trying to control something that you're not controlling. Does that make any sense? No, I mean, there were recently trees that had to be taken down off our property because of it was creating some damage. And I think we saved three or four months rather than put it on a credit card and pay interest. You know, the trees weren't doing that kind of damage, but they needed to be taken care of. And but that's expensive, getting those trees taken down. Oh yeah, we do, we do put some thought in be before we spend. And get multiple prices for everything. I think that's a big deal is to get multiple prices when you're making big purchases, just so you know that you're not getting taken advantage of. We've got several ideas here of ways to be frugal or ways that you might be cheap. So we're going to go through these and you can kind of think about each one as we go through it and recognize which category you fall into. So... Car maintenance is the first thing, frugal or cheap? Well, a frugal person follows the car manufacturer's recommended maintenance schedule because they know that it's going to prevent them from, hopefully, shelling out a whole lot more money when something goes wrong with the car. It should be able, they should be able to catch things before there's a major catastrophe. Therefore, you're not going to spend a lot of money. You get quotations from different auto shops to make sure you get the best deal when you do have an issue. Uh, you look for discounts online or uh, request discounts uh, when you, because of your military or senior citizen or you belong to an organization that may have uh, some type of relationship with the auto shop. You might be cheap 
if you wait until something's wrong with your car before you head to the auto shop or you have your car checked, you don't have your car checked before you go on a long trip to make sure everything's all right uh, because just checking is going to cost you some money. You know, there's that old oil filter commercial, pay me now or pay me later after the car breaks down. So it gets back to being a good steward and being proactive. Absolutely. All right, clothing. Frugal people only buy what they need and they base it on their clothing budget. They invest in basics that can be worn a variety of ways and they focus on buying classic wardrobe items, not fads. Uh, They'll take advantage of ongoing sales and promotions at the mall. They'll use coupons and sales to minimize the amount of money and they reuse clothing from past seasons as long as they're in good condition. Cheap people buy clothing for a special event and return it once the event is over. Or they buy something that's not flattering just because it's the least expensive choice. So they think they're saving money, but if it's the least expensive choice, sometimes it falls apart. As a frugal person, how long can I reuse clothing from season to season before it becomes unseasonable? Well, that's why you buy the classics. I mean, I've got black pants that I bought when we lived in Atlanta, which was a long time ago. (laughs) I'm embarrassed to admit how long. But they're classic. They're black pants. I mean, who knows what kind of style black pants are? I have a lot of golf shirts that are older than your pants. The shirt you were painting in yesterday, I think, is older than our son. (laughs) Who now has an 18-year-old son. So that's how old that shirt was. It was pretty old. It was. How about eating out? Uh, You know, uh, you're frugal uh, if you reserve a portion of your budget for eating out. Uh, You look for coupons and you go to different places to find meal coupons and discounted uh, gift cards. And here's something that totally boggles my mind when I see people who don't do it. But uh, they bring leftovers home and eat it for snacks or have it for lunch or dinner the next day. Sometimes I order things I know that I can't finish in the restaurant just so I can have the leftovers the next day. So the cheap people are going to buy the cheapest meal on the menu just to save some money, and they don't tip the waiter or waitress, even though they got great service. What about groceries? Well, a frugal person is going to buy high-quality foods at the lowest price possible. They're going to try and buy foods at discounts and go to clearance sections and use coupons to even lower the price. Uh, They may buy in bulk in order to save money, and they may take advantage of uh, uh, buy one, get one free offers for the products that they use regularly. You know, the other thing that just occurred to me as you were talking about frugal is they know what they should pay for the items they buy regularly. Because sometimes the buy in bulk or the two-for-one or the sale item is not the least expensive option. But a frugal person will know the standard price of stuff they buy on a regular basis so they know when there's a deal or when it's just a sale that's a fake sale. Well, the other thing is uh, I remember our, uh, our, our, our friendly blogger who knew when all of the different things were going to be on sale. They, they have a, you know, there's a monthly, um, like a yearly rotation. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And so they know that chicken's going to be on sale the third week of the month on Thursday and Friday or, you know, however that goes. They keep track of things like that. Remember we were talking about it's the little things. It, it goes back to like when we talk about the budget, you're keeping track of all your pennies, not just 
the mortgage and the car payment. So if you keep track of the little things, then you'll see those things and you'll know when you should buy and you should stock up when it's going to be on sale at the lowest price. And then, you know, you ignore it for the rest of the time when they're charging more money for it. And just when you have that figured out, the store changes the whole layout and they change when the sales are. Because <laughs> that happened to us lately. It's like people walking around like zombies in the grocery store because they can't find anything. How about health-wise? What's the frugal person do health-wise? Well, they buy uh, healthy food and they exercise regularly. And they, instead of uh, paying money to go to a gym, they may go to the park instead and get their exercise by walking or doing things at the park. You know, I wonder how much money is wasted in the U.S. if we just added up all the gym memberships people are paying for that they aren't using. I bet it's millions of dollars. And the same with gym equipment that they buy for the home. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we've been there and done that. And if you are cheap related to health, you buy processed foods or foods that are packed with a lot of unhealthy ingredients like too much sodium just so you can save money. It's cheaper that way. What about kid stuff, Evelyn? Well, I think the frugal person doesn't overdo on the kid stuff. They are more than happy to have the kids wear hand-me-downs from friends and family and buy used toys that are in good condition. Whereas the cheap person is going to buy baby products that may not be safe for reuse. Uh, For example, car seats that already have expired dates just because it still looks new and it's cheapest. So there's that, again, price versus value thing going on there. What about utilities? I think uh, utilities is one place where people spend a lot of money that sometimes they really don't need to. Uh, You know, they adjust the thermostat so that it's a little bit cooler in the wintertime. You can put a sweater on and be just as comfortable. And in the summertime, uh, maybe they don't air condition it as cold so that you keep the temperature up a little bit higher and just uh, wear a short sleeve shirt around the house. A cheap person is going to hit hit the thermostat just so everybody in the house is totally uncomfortably cold in the in the wintertime and just baking in the summertime. See, I like to tell people we have a new sauna. <laughs> let, let me test it on you. I remember walking into my mom and dad's house and it was just so hot. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. But that was comfortable for them based on their age. So we do encourage people to be frugal, but we don't encourage people to be so cheap that life is miserable. Being a good steward means a balancing act. It's spending money on what's important to you and saving money in those areas that aren't so important. It's not wasting any money frivolously so that you can be a generous giver. If you go to the Bible and look up Proverbs 28, verse 22, it says, Misers hurry towards wealth, not knowing want is coming towards them. Life is short. Enjoy it. But be responsible. Be a good steward. And that's what it all comes down to, being a good steward. And John mentioned this early on of the show, that being a good steward, you recognize that God is the owner of everything we have. And we are to be good stewards, good managers of every gift God has provided us. Evelyn has an excellent blog on the topic of nothing wrong with being frugal. You can check it out at compasscatholic.org. 
And speaking of checking something out, you can check out our brand new YouTube channel. It's called Compass Catholic. Caitlin Cato hosts a weekly video podcast called Catholic Stewardship in Real Time. These are quick videos on relevant topics of today. So check it out, Compass Catholic, and you'll find it on youtube.com. Before we get out of here today, let's answer a few emails that we received this week. All right, John and Evelyn, here is email number one. We are finally debt-free. Oh, congratulations. And we only plan to use one credit card. Should we close the other accounts? The best way to do it is to only use the one card that you plan to use. You can destroy the other cards, lock them up in a safe place, put them in a bowl of water in the freezer, but don't close the accounts. Your credit score is based on the ratio of the credit available to you and the amount that you used. A lower ratio means a higher credit score. If you close those accounts, the credit available to you decreases, so the ratio of available credit versus what you are using goes higher, which will lower your score. Sounds like funny math. All right, John and Evelyn, here is email number two. My auto loan got placed in a hardship program by the lender, and my rate was reduced to 2%. It is now the smallest debt I have, but every other debt has a rate of at least 10%. Since the smallest balance also has the lowest interest rate, what should I concentrate on paying off first? I really think it's important to tackle that smallest loan first because we read a review by Harvard Business Review that talked about how much energy and motivation you get from paying off that smallest loan. It wasn't how much you paid off in total, but it was getting rid of a loan that was the motivating factor. So get rid of the littlest one. And with an interest so low, it should be easier to get rid of that, especially when the other ones are so large. But that will really motivate you to pay the other ones. And our final email for today... John and Evelyn, I am thinking about buying life insurance for my infant son because the insurance is inexpensive now and it will give him guaranteed insurance later in life. What are your thoughts? The purpose for life insurance is to replace the breadwinner's salary. Your infant son isn't uh, earning a salary and I wouldn't be spending money on life insurance for the baby. I think a better idea instead of paying the premiums would be to go ahead and save the money in some type of a 529 plan that will help him uh, pay for college. John and Evelyn, as always, thank you so much. Now, if you have a question or several questions for John and Evelyn, they would love to answer them. So please email your questions to askask at compasscatholic.org. Also, would like to invite you to try out our brand new YouTube channel. It's called Compass Catholic. That's the name of the channel. We have a weekly video series called Catholic Stewardship in Real Life. Go to YouTube.com and type in Compass Catholic. For John and Evelyn Bain, thank you so much for taking the time to download our podcast. We have a brand new one for you each and every Wednesday morning. Simply go to CompassCatholic.org and click on Podcast. You're listening to Manage Your Money God's Way. We're from Compass Catholic Ministries.